Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 105, looking at Joshua chapter 21 and 22, Acts chapter 6 and then Psalm 45. Just a few comments from our Joshua reading. For today we learn of the completed divide of all the land. The people have now entirely received the allotted elements of the promised land. And this was no small task. Think about it. Have you ever tried to run a diary or organise an event? It can be quite complicated to make sure everything runs without issue. And here is Joshua allotting appropriate land to hundreds of thousands of people. It is a display of quite serious administrative ability. Yet we must remind ourselves, God is in control. Joshua didn't have to make all this up. God told him exactly what he wanted. And Joshua, in some respect, was the messenger. Apply that to our lives. It is not always our job to figure stuff out. Leave it to God and do as God calls you to do. Whether that be practical, financial, emotional or spiritual, let God take the lead in what to do next. We now head into our Acts passage and we're looking at chapter 6. And chapter 6 of Acts is where we find the first non-teaching leaders of the early church. The apostles were focused on prayer and teaching of the gospel and when a problem arose they decided to elect new leaders to cover the issue. What was the problem? Well, there was a list of widows amongst the believers, and these widows were being cared for. They were given food each day, and the believers ensured that they had enough to survive. Something had gone haywire with this list, back to that administrative skills, and several widows were being missed out during the daily food distribution. And this was brought to the attention of the apostles, for it was not right that these widows were going without. Their response was not to leave the teaching of the word of God to resolve the problem, but to elect new leaders. In fact, the first ever diaconate to ensure the matter was resolved was elected at this moment. Interestingly, they were not just random leaders, not simply practical leaders, but deeply spiritual individuals whom the Spirit would use as they served the early believers. In fact, so deeply spiritual and led by the Spirit, one of the seven, Stephen, is seized and the people seek to stop him from serving the Lord. In the coming days, we'll look at this in more detail. But for now, what we learn is that not every leader has the same function. Some are to dedicate to the teaching of the word of God. Some are to dedicate to the practical matters. Yet even with these differences, every leader is to be prayed in, is to be led by the Spirit, and is to have a profound faith in Jesus. In having such leaders, the work of the Lord is achieved both in serving his people and the spreading of the name of Jesus amongst unbelievers. So who leads the church is therefore incredibly important. And for more details, you can certainly head to 1 Timothy 3 in your own time and see what the standard of godly leadership looks like within the church. But finally today we have Psalm 45. Now some would view this psalm as one written for a wedding for a king in Israel. Yet the language speaks of something loftier and grander than an earthly wedding scene. The psalm talks about the throne of God continuing forever and generations remembering this kingdom and praise being given to the kingdom for eternity. The psalm is one of exaltation to the eternal kingdom. And notice it talks about the grandness, the purity, the beauty and the joy of such a kingdom. And when you sit back and see it in the bigger picture context, it certainly is a psalm that speaks of the kingdom of God. Which brought a question to my mind. When was the last time you exalted the name of Jesus? praising his kingdom and who he is. Don't just pray about your needs. Don't just give God what you desire in your prayer requests. Rather, pray in adoration for your Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. And that's exactly how we're going to finish today. Let us pray that prayer of adoration right now together. 
Father, as we come to you in prayer, we want to say glory and blessing be to the Lord Jesus Christ. His kingdom truly will reign forever. His kingdom truly is great. We're amazed and at awe of his love and his mercy and his grace shown on the cross. And we truly lift high the name of Jesus for he defeated sin and death. And we want to bring him glory in our lives, in our thoughts, in our actions, in our speech. And Father, as one church, we pray that the name of Jesus, that the kingdom of our eternal heavenly Father, and that the work of the Holy Spirit would be truly glorified today. We pray this in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen.